All right, welcome back everybody. We are in the middle of a question and answer session. So Bridget's gonna read the next question. Okay, so the next question is about what is the difference between coconut oil and MCT oil? Okay, well, they're both really good things to incorporate if you're doing a keto lifestyle. They're great for brain benefits. They also help you keep full longer, all the good things about fat, but they are a little bit different. Like coconut oil has a lot of lauric acid in it, which if you wanna do some research on that, lots of good properties there. All right, so coconut oil does contain some MCTs, whereas MCT oil is just MCT oil, right? By definition. <laughs> I did not know, I did not realize that for a while, but that's actually what it stands for. <laughs> right, so like Dr. Mary Newport did a combination of the two because each brings different things to the table. So it's, it's good to do a little of each. Okay, and a similar question, the next question is, how about olive oil compared to coconut oil? So olive oil is a really healthy oil, um, you probably know that to use. Um, it's very keto friendly. It's a, a great resource for you as you are cooking and um, just expanding what you're using. Um, but olive oil is a long chain triglyceride, whereas- That's a mouthful. <laughs> I know, I rocked it. I can't spell it ever. Um, I always count on autocorrect when I'm typing it, but uh, which is more often than you would think. <laughs> um, but anyway, coconut oil is a medium chain triglyceride. And what that means is just how quickly they get to your liver. And in your liver is where the ketone bodies are produced that put your body into ketosis. Um, so the more quickly it gets to your liver and faster it utilizes it to become ketones, the better off. Um, but they're both really great resources. It's just that the olive oil is gonna take a little bit longer to get to your, um, to your liver, hence the name long chain triglyceride, whereas the coconut oil is a little bit quicker uptake in your body. Right, so coconut oil, MCT oil, would be more efficient for ketone production. Perfect. So the next question is specifically about the um, MCT coconut oil that Dr. Newport um, created that my daughter used and had really great results with her mental health, with her um, mental clarity, her ability to perform in school when she tends to, she's actually a lot like me, so she really struggles in the focus department, um, and it really helped a lot with her focus. And um, so the question is, was she on a keto diet when she did that? No. I'm gonna tell you about her teenage diet. Pizza, chips, soda, all the bad things. Uh, you know, I've slowly have gravitated my family toward a healthier lifestyle, but it has been a battle. Unfortunately, I did not start doing this until they were almost teenagers or a couple of them were teenagers. Which is a great time to start <laughs> yeah, changing I your know. diet. I wish I would have started when they were young so we could have established some better, you know, healthy eating habits together. Um, but y'all, when you have teenagers, you're fighting so many battles. Pick your battles. Yeah. And, and food is honestly not something that I choose to fight all the time with them. Um, we do, like if I cook, it's going to be healthy. What we have in our household is healthy, but they go to friends a lot. They go out to eat a lot. They, I mean, most Once of them are drive. driving. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we live about a half mile from my daughter's favorite um, fast food restaurant. And um, I mean, she makes her own money. So she just could walk up to get herself all kinds of unhealthy things. Um, so no, the answer <laughs> to that is a 100% resounding, not even close to a keto diet and still had incredible benefits from it. No, I mean, to me, that's just a testament to the power mm -hmm. of these healthy fats, you know? And that even if your diet isn't perfect, you can start incorporating those slowly. Don't overdo it. Don't do high fat, high carb. But just by doing small little steps, you can make big differences. Mm -hmm. Emma, is it okay to take MCT oil by itself instead of putting in something? Yes, we both do that. We have it in liquid form. And there are times when I just take it straight. Or even if I put it in something, then I just 
eat it off the spoon. Yeah. We're it's not like, fancy. Nope. It's like straight brain health right there on a spoon. Um, or squirt it out of a bottle. <laughs> it happens. I'm the only one that uses it like out of the bottle in my family. It's fine. Um, okay. Are fat bombs the best way to increase fat with the least amount of carbs? Fat bombs are a really fun way. Very fun. But it depends on what the recipe is. Sometimes they do have a lot of carbs in with them. I mean, a great way to increase your fat is just straight MCT oil, coconut oil. I mean, because that's like no carbs and lots of good, healthy fat. So just check the recipe, check how that fits with your macros. Yeah. And we've talked about fat bombs before. A lot of them are sweet treats, which can be really fun. And it's great to replace like pastries and cakes and cookies, maybe that you ate when you were doing a higher carb lifestyle. But you've got to remember your body is a creature of habit. So if you constantly are giving your body sweet things, even if they're sweetened with a keto friendly sweetener, it's going to want more of the same. So you may be training your body to want the sweets, which means if you aren't controlling the access, like if you're at someone else's house mm -hmm. and then they have a sweet treat there that's not keto friendly, you're going to be at a disadvantage trying to turn that down if you constantly are giving yourself those. That's true. Okay, the next set of questions are about ketones and ketosis. Um, so if you don't know, both Rebecca and I started on this whole long, incredible five-year journey. Ending up on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> starting with drinking ketones. Both of us were resistant to changing our diet at first. In fact, we stubbornly said separately, but emphatically, we are not going to change our diet. We love our junk food. We love our party food. We, we both love to eat out. We don't love to cook. We're not doing it. However... Once we, so we started with drinking ketones because we knew the benefits of them. And then once we started, our body started craving ketones and not carbs like it had in the past. So that is what set us on this whole journey to discover like, okay, my body feels awesome with ketones. How can I help my body produce ketones instead of just drinking them? So that being said, we do get a lot of questions about ketones, exogenous ketones that we drink, put in our body, and puts our, um, our bodies into ketosis, even when our eating is not perfect. Yeah, very similar to what we just talked about with wanting sweet treats, right? Like when we started putting ketones in our body, mm -hmm. our body wanted more of that. We became habitual, like users of ketones. And your body's like, oh, I love this fuel source. I want more of it. Okay. Um, do you consume exogenous ketones while you're fasting? Yes. 100%. <laughs> I have no desire to fast without ketones. I haven't done it, and I don't know why I would. The whole goal of fasting is to put your body in a high level of ketosis. So putting more ketones into my body while I'm fasting puts me in a higher level of ketosis and helps to make the fast a lot easier because of the appetite control. It's helping to fill me up while I'm um, waiting for my eating window. Plus, I drink exogenous ketones when I'm fasting, when I'm not fasting. Basically, when I'm awake, I'm drinking them. <laughs> Sometimes right up till bedtime. Um, okay, why are electrolytes important to drink on a keto diet? Oh, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, well, when your body gets into a state of ketosis, it can really pull a lot of fluid from your body. So it could be a diuretic. When you lose fluids, you also lose salts with that. So you know this instinctively because when you sweat, it's salty. If you've ever gotten sweat to drip in your eye, it kind of burns because of the salt. Or if you've licked your skin, you taste salty. Well, you need to replenish those. The body actually uses salts, minerals, electrolytes, but it really performs a lot of important functions in the body. And so you need to replenish both the water that you're losing and the salts and minerals that you're using. And so that's why it's really important to not just replenish the water, the fluids that you've lost, but also the electrolytes. And so a lot of people like to purchase electrolytes. You can even use something like pink Himalayan salt. That's a really easy, affordable way 
and really tasty. If you've not tried pink Himalayan salt, to me, it adds much more flavor to food. Um, I often sometimes even add it to my water. She loves pink Himalayan salt. I mean, she like puts it in bags of uh, nuts and chocolates and all these things I've seen her do. When I'm doing a longer fast, your body will just crave the salt when you do that. And I'll just like, I'm so gross. I'll just like lick my finger, dip it in the salt and just eat it straight. Be careful she comes to your house because she's used to just <laughs> getting in the oil, getting in the salt. It's true. I mean, it's yeah, it's just my family. I, but, but how nice, like, I used to crave sweet things all mm -hmm. the time. And now my body craves salt things, you know, salty things. So it's craving what it needs, what I need to replenish. And so um, also I like to use, and you know this too, Bridget, um, if you are on a keto lifestyle and you love chocolate, I love chocolate. You want to try to steer toward the darker, richer chocolate. And sometimes those can be a little bit bitter if you're not used to them. And so if you add a little pink Himalayan salt, that really cuts the bitterness and gives you more of a sweet kind of flavor. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving on to fasting, since that is something that we do both use as a tool a lot. In fact, when we're recording this, I have just, like it's three o'clock, I just ate right before we started. Have you even eaten yet today? I did right before because I knew we'd be recording. Yes, yeah, so... But we, we tend to, you know, not eat for the day until 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, just as part of our natural rhythm now. So we do love to talk about the benefits of fasting. Um, will I get my benefit to fasting for 12 to 14 hours? I work out in the morning and feel that I get too hungry to fast for 16 hours. I would say um, that will change the longer you live a keto lifestyle. Um, I always exercise in a fasted state even um, before COVID happened and I was when I was teaching like three, four classes in a day, I would teach all of those in a fasted state. I would not eat anything. I would drink ketones, I would drink water, but I wouldn't eat anything. And I felt really empowered, very energized, ready to go and like had great stamina. So it's just something you kind of have to get used to when you're a carb burner, a sugar burner, you feel like, oh, I've got to eat something before I work out. Mm -hmm. But the longer you live the lifestyle, the easier it is to work out. And part of it is just like that's what we think we need to do. Like it is kind of those ingrained things, just like thinking that you need to eat breakfast, thinking that you need three meals a day, like those types of things that we're just used to, salt being bad, fat being bad. So it just it can take a little while, but just know that if you're doing 12 hours, try to push it to 14. If you're doing 14, try to push it to 16. 16, um, a 16, 8 fasting window is really recommended for women. Um, you know, we tend to go more toward 18.6 or 24, 20 comma 4, I think. Um, but a great start, a great thing to start stretching toward is the 16-hour fasting window. Yeah, now men can generally get away with a 14-hour fasting window. You know, men are. Hey, men, if you're watching, mm -mm. <laughs> Unfair. It is unfair. And men also tend to, when they switch to a keto lifestyle, tend to lose weight more quickly, which can be very frustrating for women. How does fasting put my body into ketosis? Is it because it burns through all the carbs? So I'll talk about this quickly. You know, when we talk about that, there are four ways to get your body into ketosis. The keto diet, drinking exogenous ketones, fasting, and um, extreme exercise. So I, when I talk about the extreme exercise, um, it's more like if you're doing like a marathon and you have burned through, I say you like, I mean, I've never <laughs> done this, but one, burns through all of the carbs and then they actually tap into the ketone resources through the through their running in the same way when you're fasting yes you burn through all of the um your carb resources and get down to your really good fuel source which is the ketones yeah and what ketones are really it's when your body's actually breaking down 
your own fat stores. That's what fat is. Fat is stored energy. And so your body is designed to tap into that. When you've burned through everything that you've eaten, that's why we have the fat stores. Then your body's like, oh, she needs more energy. She, she's burnt through all of her food. Break down the fat and a byproduct of that fatty acid metabolism, ketones. Then you have ketones fueling your brain and your body. Which is awesome. I think that's it. All right. Okay. Well, that's it for now. Go create your best life. So if you're interested in learning more, you can go to reallifeketo.com. We have tons of resources there, all kinds of content and things that are going to help you on your real life keto journey, help you to maximize what you're trying to do with your health. Now, Rebecca was a lawyer and a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves disclaimers. So here she goes. <laughs> all right. So we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not even medical professionals. We are just sharing our experience and opinions, so you should not take anything that we say as medical advice. In fact, you should always work with your medical provider to make any changes in your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we discuss may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? If you made it this far, you would get along really well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you. <laughs>